You're listening to MOG Channel. Hi guys, welcome to my podcast. This is MOG Channel where we help you to see a real and practical Christians from God's Word. If you're new here, welcome. If you're returning, welcome back. So today we are going to continue our teaching on tongues and specifically what happened in Acts chapter 2. But before that, if you've not listened to any of the other teachings, please pause this, go back, listen to them and come back. It may take you a few days. Um, <laughs> of course, you can always just um, wait, finish this one and then go back to those ones awesome so what happened in acts chapter 2 well it's important to understand what happened in acts chapter 2 because it will help to fill in some gaps in your knowledge whenever there's a gap in your knowledge there's always a hindrance to your effectiveness in the things of the spirit as long as there are unknowns there will always be things you cannot operate in or operate in effectively because of what you don't know when it comes to operating things of the spirit knowledge is key knowledge is gold knowledge is not everything but knowledge is key so it's like being in a room that is dark when you are in a room that is dark no matter what's in that room even if it is gold or a billion dollars you cannot actually appreciate or know what's in that room it's not till light comes and begins to shine in the room light comes to define things it gives definition it tells you this is what this is it actually reveals things so you need the light of God's word. You need light. That's what you need. It's not that you need more prayer or power. You have all the power in the universe on your inside. All of God's power is on your inside. None is held back. So all you need is to shine light into what God has already given you. So pull out your touch light. I just had to make that kind of joke. Anyway, let's continue. So what happened after... after hey? <laughs> what happened in acts chapter 2 okay so hey god Satan, you will not disgrace me on this podcast okay so what happened after that two? acts 2 verse 1 and when the day of pentecost was fully come they were all with one accord in one place so that's what happened after that two the pentecost so let's go guys bye bye thank you for watching or listening no I joke too much. Let's continue, sorry. So, what happened there is simple. Okay, it was the day of Pentecost and they were all together in one place. Now, this is not where the bone of contention is because the reason why we're doing some like this teaching on Acts 2 is because there's something happening in Acts 2 that is very, very controversial that I want to deal with. But then, we're going to look at that, but we're going to, going to look in a text line by line, line by line. So, look at this. Pentecost happened, right? Pentecost was a Jewish feast. Now, Colossians 2 verse 16 tells us that it says, Let no man therefore judge you in meat or drink or in respect of a holy day or of the new moon or of the Sabbath days, which are a shadow of things to come, but the substance is Christ. What they're just trying to say is that the feast, there were Jewish feasts. For example, there was a feast of Passover. That was the day Jesus died, right? And then there is now the feast of pentecost which was 50 days or 49 days after the feast of passover those were feasts that were given to them ordinances of god that were given to the jews 
that they celebrated but those things were actually talking about the work that christ would do see that for example passover was when they would take a lamb like that was obviously when that lamb they took the blood of the lamb and put on their doorpost and the angel of death passed and nothing happened it was symbolic of what christ was going to do that christ right will become the lamb he was at the bible in new testament he's called a passover and so he was that lamb that the blood was taken and put up for us so his death his sacrifice you get was symbolic and another thing to note is that the bible says that that lamb that they ate they ate the lamb right they i think they roasted it they roasted the lamb but the blood they took they put on their doorpost and the bible said that they are not supposed to break a single bone in that lamb's body imagine they're supposed to eat the lamb roasted but not break the bones why because the bible actually talks about the fact that jesus christ would not have any of his bones broken when he was being sacrificed that was just the ordinance of god so it actually mirrors the kind of mirrors or it shadows or foreshadows the things to come which is the things concerning jesus christ so that's important to note so pentecost jesus told them after jesus died and rose from the dead right then bible says that he stayed with them 40 days for 40 days and then after 40 days just left but he told them to go to jerusalem right and that they'll be clothed with power he told them to wait in jerusalem why were they to wait in jerusalem because the day or 10 days from when jesus left was the feast of pentecost and pentecost just means 50. in other words 50 days from passover see that pentecost is also called the feast of ingathering when they celebrate the new harvest of fruit and everything is it's like it's symbolic of new beginnings so there is no other day that the holy ghost could have come because the promise of the spirit is what jesus was telling them to wait for in acts chapter 2 which that's what happened in Acts chapter 2 so now let's look at what happened there we know they spoke in tongues right tongues is the major thing acts chapter 2 verse 1 and when the day of pentecost was fully come they were all with one accord in one place and suddenly there came a sound from heaven as a mighty rushing wind and they filled all the house where they were sitting and there appeared upon or was it unto them cloven tongues like as of fire and it sat upon each of them i've said before that this was this wasn't literal um what's the word it wasn't literal tongues no sorry it wasn't literal fire no they were having a vision and verse 2 says there was a sound a sound there was no there was no wind there was a sound and they filled the house they were sitting. Number three, <laughs> um, it's important to note that the day of Pentecost, these guys were not in an upper room. Look at the whole Acts chapter 2 down. You will not see that they were in an upper room. What confused people is Acts chapter 1. Acts chapter 1, they actually were in an upper room and that's where they were lodging. Go and read Acts chapter 1. I won't tell you. I won't read the verse. Go and read it for yourself. You see there. Acts 2, right? They were not. In fact, if you want to know where they were, Go and read the book of Luke because Luke wrote Acts. Read the last, last chapter of that assignment. Read the last chapter. Go down to the last few verses. You will see where they were and what they were doing after Jesus left. And that's actually where they were <laughs> on this day. So they were not upstairs in one room and then everyone was hearing them and then Peter came to the balcony and said, Brethren, brethren, you know, no. They were actually, in fact, I'll just give you the gist. Go and research it yourself. But they were actually in Solomon's temple. They were in the temple. They were in the temple so they were not the only ones there because even on that day of pentecost jews are meant to be in the same place they're meant to be at the temple so they were at the temple because they were jews see that and so when all this stuff that happened there was a sound and they filled the house where they're sitting right they probably heard it the others did not 
see that now verse 4 and they were all filled with the holy ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the spirit gave them utterance so the spirit have explained utterance he gave them utterance and they began to speak with other tongues right and he now says that and they were dwelling at jerusalem jews devout men of every nation under heaven now when this was noised abroad that is when the noise when the sound they were hearing came he says the multitude came together and they were confounded because that every man heard them speak in his own language and they were all amazed and marveled saying one to another behold are not all these which speak galileans and how we every man in his own tongue wherein how hear we every man in his own tongue that we were born uh, parthians and meds 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 what was that meds medes and elamites and the dwellers in mesopotamia and in judea and cappadocia mm, i like that cappadocia in pontus and asia free uh, Phrygia and Pamphylia in Egypt and in the parts of Libya about Cyrene and strangers of Rome, Jews and proselytes, Cretans and Arabs, we do hear them speak in our tongues and the wonderful works of God. So now there's something that we need to ask ourselves. What's going on here? How is it that these guys were speaking and these guys were hearing them in their own language? So it begs the question, they're speaking in tongues, right? We saw that they were speaking tongues. How come they were now hearing them in their own language? Number two, it looks as if with all the mentions here that they were like maybe like <laughs> different people from different parts of the world. So how is it that they all heard them in their own language? They heard them so maybe the Phrygians and the Egyptians, they heard them in their different language and dialects and everything. How What was going on here? And this is actually the controversy of... <laughs> Acts chapter 2 that we want to deal with. How come? What, what's going on here? Like, what is going on? But it's very, very simple. Now, let's paint the case scenario. First of all, I want to say that the truth is there's no way that I could have heard them individually. Individually. Maybe speaking my own language, my own language, my own language. Why? One, because imagine that these guys were like 120, right? Gathered together. Imagine them all speaking together at the same time. You know that would have been some real storm how would you pick out an individual voice hey this is my own this is what they say my own and that person ah, i'm hearing this i'm hearing down it would have been so rowdy so unless it was very supernatural something supernatural that god does it like a miracle do you get a miracle this thing here because a lot of people have said that this thing is what they call interpretation of tongues or whatever but that so you know like are they here in their own language you know there's actually um in first Corinthians chapter 12 there's one we actually call it is, is the okay speaking in diverse kinds of tongues and some people have or some versions translated to speaking other languages but that is wrong that's actually very very wrong and the reason why we know it is wrong is simple first of all tongues what is the nature of tongues the nature of tongues is first Corinthians 14 verse 2 for he who speaks in a tongue does not speak to men but to God for no one understands him. So the first thing is that those people could not have been speaking in tongues, like the guys who were talking, right, in tongues. They started, they started in tongues, but by the time these guys heard them, it could not have been tongues because they said we hear them saying things 
in our own language but we see that people who speak in tongues nobody hears them or understands including you speaking in tongues you won't understand it but in the spirit you are speaking mysteries so look at that that's actually a key in the spirit you speak mysteries so the actual things you are saying is just that you don't have understanding of what you are saying and no one else around you will have understanding second of all are we saying did the the people who were around that did they have the gift of interpretation of tongues because it looks like that is the gift that was in operation here interpretation if you speak in tongues and no one understands you if they were understood it means that probably there was an interpretation of tongues but then the question there will now be who had the interpretation of tongues because they say we hear it and hear them in our own language so if we hear them in our own language what's going on there i want to say that again that is not how interpretation of tongues works because we'll still teach on that but I, I want to submit something to you that it just causes you to think and honestly today's own episode is not really that long and everything but it's just for you to think to sit down and just reason something out because it's good for your bible understanding and that's why we're here that's why this channel exists or this podcast exists so it says verse 5 and they were dwelling in jerusalem jews did you notice that they were dwelling in Jer- at Jerusalem, Jews, devout men out of every nation under heaven. Have you seen that? So, we can first of all spot that everybody that was there in that place where they were speaking was a Jew. At least most of them were Jews. Or all of them, because it was a Jewish feast. Jews celebrate Jewish feast. So, they're Jews. That's the first thing. They were all Jews. Now, it says, out of every nation under heaven. So, it means that the Jews over the years had spread they had lived in other nations someone like paul or saul of tarsus was known for being um he was actually known for being like a jew but a roman citizen at the same time because he was born there see that he lived there he lived in other places so there were many jews that lived in other places the day of pentecost they were all supposed to come back and celebrate pentecost so it was jews now the question is okay is it possible those Jews, when they go to other places, they will pick up different languages? Yes, of course. But since they are Jews, we can assume that they would still speak the same language. See that? They will still speak the same language. Because if they didn't speak the same language, look at this. He said, um, okay, and they were all amazed. That's verse 7. Okay, and they were all amazed and marvel, saying one to another. So if they spoke different language, how did they say one to another? <laughs> Are you seeing that? No, it definitely means that even if they had other languages, that the primary language they spoke was still Jewish. Right? Whatever, maybe Aramaic or something that was in that time, they spoke together as Jews. So that's how they were able to communicate with each other. So we can establish that all of them spoke the same language. See that? Spoke the same language. So if they spoke the same language, then we can now assume, okay, that if it was an interpretation of tongues, it was in the language that they all understood. The language they all understood not a different language not something miraculous because i mean has okay this kind of thing has happened where people go to one place and then they don't know the language of the place and they start talking and then i mean people start hearing them and they start communicating that is what we call a miracle but that is not what the bible teaches about tongues or the interpretation of tongues no it's special what happened here we can now infer that what happened was that these guys started out speaking in tongues they spoke and spoke and spoke in tongues 
But then as they began to speak somewhere along the line, what happened was that they began to interpret their tongues and interpret it in the language that they all understood. And so that is why we see, you see verse 6, 8 say, and how we, every man in our own tongue, when we were born. So the, what they were born, that's the tongue. So whether they are Parthians and Medes and Elamites and everything, they were born Jews. And so the language that they spoke was Jewish language. So it says, verse 11, Cretes and Arabians, we do hear them speak in our tongues the wonderful works of God. So they heard them in a, in a manner they could appreciate. Bible says, um, if you go to 1 Corinthians, you see that it says, Paul said that when I pray in tongues, my spirit prays, but my understanding is unfruitful. In other words, when I speak in tongues, I don't understand. My mind does not understand. My spirit does, but my mind does not understand what I'm saying. So for people to understand mentally what was being said, it means that it was said in the language that they understood. So that's an interpretation of tongues. You will not interpret tongues and then the tongues will sound like Chinese. That's not interpretation of tongues. That's a miracle. Interpretation of tongues is in your own language, in your own by your own voice, in your own vocabulary, in your own with your own syllables. So it means that if you are not a polished, poised British man, you cannot interpret tongues in poised, polished British accents. If you if you don't speak Yoruba or Hausa, you can never interpret tongues in Yoruba or Hausa. If that happens, it will be a miracle, and it is possible. But the one we know from the Bible does not involve all that stuff. It doesn't include those things. See that? And that clue to the fact that these guys were speaking or they were speaking beyond tongues and they began to interpret their tongues was verse 14. It says, is it 14? Yeah. But Peter stand up with 11, lifted up his voice and said, You men of Judea and all that dwell in Jerusalem, be this known unto you, King James, and hearken. Oh my goodness. Hacking just means listen, please, to my words. For these are not drunk as you suppose, seeing it's just the third hour of the day. But this is what was spoken by the prophet Joel. So he begins to quote a prophecy that Joel spoke. And it shall come to pass in the last day, says the Lord, I'll pour out my spirit of my spirit upon all flesh. And your sons and daughters shall prophesy. Are you seeing that? So it means that what because prophecy obviously is in a language that is understood. So it means that what happened here, what those people were marveling at was the prophecies, not even the tongues. Even if the Bible says tongues are signs of unbelievers, but the prophecies that they began to speak. So it means that those guys spoke in tongues for a while, and by the time people began to marvel, is that these people began to prophesy, and they began to prophesy in the same language. That's why they now begin to ah, ah hey. Now the Bible actually tells us in First Corinthians chapter fourteen that. Um, that okay if you by the time we by the time we teach and explain you're going to see that tongues and interpretation is equal to prophecy if you speak in tongues and interpret your tongues it's equal to prophecy i'm just always saying that with all this talk of interpretation won't you teach it well this is an introduction i'm introducing you to the interpretation of tongues so you can understand you know that this is what happened you see that in this place at first they interpreted their tongues so tongues and interpretation usually go hand in hand they usually go hand in hand so acts chapter um this of course you it goes down to verse 18 and my servants and my handmaidens are part of my, of my spirit and they shall prophesy you see that so he keeps on talking about prophecy 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 so uh, looking at interpretation of tongues. so the question is what happened in the book of acts 
It's simple. Tell your friends, tell your family, tell your neighbors, tell everybody that they spoke in tongues and interpreted their tongues to Jews who they were already familiar with. That is the language they spoke, the same language, and that is where everything ended. So there was no confusion, no schism, nothing. And I think that's it. <laughs> so meditate, amen. <laughs> meditate. Ad- admonish you actually go read it by yourself because I mean these podcasts are very nice. You just plug them into your ear or eat into your ear and you're just listening, listening, listening. But we have to understand that we should be able to go back and look in the world for ourselves and see these things because let me just tell you if you just go to explain this to someone else and you've not looked in your bible to look at it carefully i'm telling you when you go you bloop zip bloop yeah you will mess up so i guess that's it um one more thing i would also say uh concerning yesterday's teaching okay um i received some feedback about it and i would admonish that look if you maybe you sp- you listen to it speaking tongues Mm-mm. go back listen to the whole thing again like two more times because the truth is that there are things you missed many times when we think we're listening we're not you listen to something and there are many things that will skip when you listen to a teaching second th- third time you'll be shocked at the things that you thought you heard that you did not hear that first phase is just what we call excitement but no the details are important so you go back listen to it over and over again I, there's no way you're not speaking tongues I wanted to say, I'll dash, you, I'll dash 5k if you don't speak in tongues, but some people can't steal my money. So, no problem. Okay, guys. Thank you so much for listening. God bless you. So, I'll catch you guys in the next one. Bye-bye. If this blessed you, or you want to say hi, or you have a question, you can head over to my Instagram. That's pst.sn. P-S-T dot E-S-S-I-E-N. See you there.